0: God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, one and only son, one and only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, shall not perish, will not perish, but have eternal life, but have eternal life, eternal life, eternal life.
1: life. (laughs) Happy
2: Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Happy Easter. Easter. You formed my inmost being. You knew me. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Who are you, God? How can you be who you say you are? I'm only human, but I see proof when I look upon the stars, and even more so when I stand and look upon your scars. Imperfect and broken, but here's my heart. It's not much, but it's all I have to give, so it's a start. It's not much, but I know I need to be just where you are. With you, I see the hope in life and in death. Resurrection in my burial, new breath in my chest. Plant me as a seed, just bury me six feet under. I'll leave this person I've become and grow into another. New life, new heights. My sight was blind, but now I see. This is the new me, not the old me. and life breaks with the breaking of the newest dawn. I see my purpose on this earth and it's to share your love, to know just who you are and that you are and are to come, to love the world in the same way that I've been loved. I see life in my death. I see growth in my pain. I see peace in surrender. I see freedom from my shame. I see the truth and the truth sets me free. He is risen. Yes! He is
3: risen indeed!
1: He is risen! He is risen
4: indeed! Hallelujah! I was lost with a
1: broken heart You picked me up, now I'm set apart From the ash I am born again Forever safe in the Savior's hands You are more than my words could say I'll follow you, love for all my days I'll fix my eyes following your ways Forever free and unending grace Cause you are safe, you are, you are, you are my freedom We lift you higher Oh, 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 Come on and put your hands together. Yeah. Oh. oh, oh. Hallelujah.
3: Say in the midst of the darkest night. Yeah. Let
1: your love be the shining light. Breaking chains that were holding
3: me. You sent your son down and set me free. Everything. Pressing on.
5: The love of Jesus is never ending. The grace of Jesus is never ending. The mercy of Jesus is never ending. The strength of Jesus is never ending. And the peace of Jesus is never ending. And as we just declared, he's alive in us. Welcome to Resurrection Weekend. We're so glad that you've joined us. We are celebrating what Jesus has done on this amazing day. You know, 2,000 years ago, there were a group of women who early on that Sunday morning were making their way to the tomb. They wanted to anoint the crucified Jesus. And all of a sudden, on the way there, they said, wait, who's going to roll the stone away? It's too big. But when they got there, it had already been rolled away. And an angel appeared to them and said, why do you look for the living among the dead? He's risen. And Lord, I pray right now for every person listening. Roll away the stones of confusion. Roll away the stones of doubt. Roll away the stones of fear. Roll away any stone that keeps from from your highest and best and your purposes. Thank you that you are alive in us. You conquered death, hell, and the grave. And in this moment, we thank you that we rejoice in this day for all that you've done. He has risen, he's risen, he's risen. Well, I want to take one more moment to pray for some of you. I know this has been a really difficult year. Many of us have lost spouses and parents and grandparents and uncles and aunts and siblings and children and friends. I'm just going to ask you right there in your home or wherever you are, just to raise your hand if you've lost somebody this year. And I just want to pray for God to be with you on this resurrection day. Lord, thank you that you conquered death. You know our grief. You know our sorrow. And you're the God of all comfort. You know all of us who've had to bury loved ones this year. And it's been so hard and so difficult with distancing and protocols. But Lord, you are not distant. You are close to the brokenhearted. And I pray you'd be especially close to those right now who've lost loved ones. Let them know that to be absent in the bodies, to be present with the Lord, to be present with the resurrected Jesus, thank you, Lord, for hope and strength that you bring in this moment. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. He's alive, he's alive, he's alive. There's so many great possibilities coming up here at Cathedral of Faith. And here to tell us about some of them is
6: the one and only Jolie. Well, hello, Cathedral fam. It is always good times and great vibes worshiping our God with you. Now. Happy, 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 happy Easter. I'm so excited to celebrate the risen Savior with you. And I gotta say, I gotta give you credit. Cathedral fam, you have been faithful all throughout this pandemic. We've thrown a lot at you. You know, we'll be like, these are the online service times. Oh wait, no, these are the online service times. Come to, on campus so that you can have service with us at this time, oh wait. No, we're going to cancel services. So much has been thrown on you, and yet you have been so faithful in continuing to faithfully serve God and worship God by tuning in online or lately tuning in on campus. Because we love you so much, we want to help you out a little bit and help with a little bit of those online versus in-person service times. And I want to announce that next weekend, we are going to begin new Sunday service times. So not only you can tune in online, but for those of you that are coming in person, Sunday service times are going to be 9 a.m., and 11 a.m. Those of you tuning in online, you really want to pay attention to that because you're used to 8, 30, 10, and 11:45. But starting next weekend and every Sunday after that, service times on Sunday, will be 9 and 11 a.m. Now, if you're watching online, we're so happy that you're able to do that. But not only do we want to celebrate the resurrected Jesus, we want to resurrect your presence here on campus. So we want to encourage you to come on out. We have CDC guidelines in place, and we also uh, just want to worship God with you. But it's okay. If you want to continue to stay at home, maybe sometimes you get a little cold. We're so grateful that here at Cathedral, we have an opportunity for you to be able to just be warm in our Cathedral Everywhere gear. And I love, you know, Pastor Ken always says Cathedral is everywhere. And ain't that the truth? The other day, I was at the grocery store in the parking lot. And randomly, I heard someone yell out, hey, Cathedral fam. And I couldn't even be mad at a brother, even though I had no idea who he was. Because I knew Cathedral really is everywhere and you can support that too as well as purchase our live in the round album and of course mr great days ahead book so go ahead and get the resources that you can at our church website but you've heard it once you've heard it a million times from me so i'll say it one more time i love you cathedral fam dr Wayne.
5: thanks jolie easter is all about sacrifice And there's two words that are synonymous at this time of year, Easter and giving. God so loved the world that he gave his son, and Jesus so loved us that he gave his life. And we get to make those words synonymous in this moment as we give on this Easter weekend. There are several ways you can do that. You can go to our church app, you can go online, or you can text to the number on the screen and be part of making those two words synonymous in your life, giving and Easter. You can also write out a check and mail it to the church office or drop it by. We're so grateful for what God gave us on this Easter and what you give in this moment. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Birds flying high I'm feeling good
1: What are you looking for?
7: If you've taken him, tell me where he is.
1: Mary. Teacher?
8: Go and tell our brothers. I am here.
7: He's alive.
1: That's not possible.
7: I saw him.
1: Mary, maybe it was someone else.
7: You think I'm mad? Peter! See the tomb for yourself.
8: Now, do you believe me?
1: But he's gone. Gone? No.
4: He's back. He is back. And that's why, for us, it is a new dawn a new day, a new life, and we are feeling good. I I heard about a little boy. He was gonna be in the Easter play at church. He was so excited. He was gonna play an angel, and he had his little wings, and he was practicing his line. His line was to be, he is not here, he is risen. Well, the day of the performance, when he walked out on stage, he was nervous in front of all those people. And this is how he delivered his line. He said, He is not here, he is risen. But if you leave your name and your phone number, he will get back to you. <laughs> oh, when the angel declared, He is not here, he is risen. This is not fake news, this is true news. I mean, we live in a world of fake news. There's a magazine called The Economist. And in that magazine, they ran an article a little while ago entitled, I Would Lie to You, The Post-Truth World. And they talked about how dishonesty is creating so much havoc in our culture. I mean, dishonesty in our politics and on social media, the internet, journalism. One of the experts uh, was quoted... As saying this in the article. He said, right now, it pays to be outrageous, but not to be truthful. I mean, we don't know what to believe anymore. I even found a T-shirt that reads, I stepped on my scale, and all I have to say is fake news. <laughs> fake news. It's all around us. But when we come to the story of the resurrection, we're not dealing with fake news. We know that this is true news. And one reason we know is because no one, absolutely no one was expecting resurrection to happen. In John chapter 20, we read early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, underline the word dark, circle the word dark. Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. When Mary made her way up to the tomb to pay her last respects, like we would take flowers to a cemetery, she was expecting to find a corpse. Mary had been a follower of Jesus Jesus had saved her from a wretched, tormented life. He had treated her with dignity and respect. And when Jesus was put to death on the cross, well, Mary was there. Others had abandoned him, but Mary stood by his side until the very end. But when she saw him die, she knew this was the end. Because if you study history, there were plenty of would-be Messiahs that showed up in the first century. And they all ended up the same. The Roman authorities would put them to death. And when they died, their movements would die with them. And so there was no reason to believe this would be any different. When Jesus died, Mary's hopes and dreams, they died with him. This was the end of him. It was the end of his movement. It was a dark day for Mary, but all the days had not been added up. See, no one, absolutely no one was expecting resurrection to happen. They did expect resurrection, but not then and not now. They believed, his followers believed, like every good first century Jew did, that there would be a general resurrection at the end of history when God would finally make the world right again. This is what the rabbis taught, that there was the present age and then the age to come. And this is what they would believe. To to say that there would be a resurrection in the middle of history, this would make absolutely no sense to them. It would be a little bit like, well, do we have any Oakland A's fans that are watching today? If you are, give me a thumbs up on Facebook. You know, if you're an Oakland A's fan like I am, and you heard someone say this year, Matt Chapman, the third baseman for the A's, he's going to win the World Series. Now the rest of the team is going to have to wait, but he's going to win. You would say, wait a second, time out! That makes no sense at all. Because the World Series is a team deal. Well, When it came to resurrection, the disciples believe that this was a team deal. It would happen at the end of history. But Jesus is about to rewrite their beliefs, to shatter their expectations, to change their paradigms. He's gonna do more than they could ever ask or imagine. No one was expecting the resurrection To happen. I mean even. Even when Mary runs into Jesus himself. She's not thinking resurrection. She's thinking tomb raider. Look at this back and forth. Between Jesus and Mary. Jesus says to Mary. Dear woman. Why are you crying? Who are you looking for? Now at first. For some reason. We're not sure why. But Mary doesn't recognize Jesus. She thinks he's the gardener. On the one hand, she's got it wrong. He's not the gardener. But on the other hand, it wasn't a garden. The Garden of Eden where creation first started. And now it's in this garden, the garden tomb, where the new creation has begun. So maybe Jesus is a gardener. He's at work in the garden, reversing the curse. Pulling out thorns and thistles planting trees and flowers. Jesus is at work making all things new. Well, Mary says to the gardener, sir, she said, if you have taken him away, tell me where you have put him and I will go and get him. She's still thinking tomb raider. Someone has taken the dead body of Jesus away and I want to go find it and bring it back to the tomb where it belongs. Mary is still in the dark, but the dawn is about to break into her world. Jesus calls her name. And there's something about Jesus calling your name. Well, the sun comes up in her world, and she becomes the first person to witness the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Of course, he's not the last. There were hundreds of people who saw Jesus, but she is the first. And that's another reason why we know this story is true. In the first century, there was no such thing as Women's History Month. Women were treated as second-class citizens. They couldn't testify in a court of law. One of the earliest critics of Christianity, Celsus said, how do you expect for rational men to believe the story of a hysterical woman? Maybe that's why his wife knocked his nose off, just saying. The point is this, you would never in a million years, make up a story with a woman as the lead witness, unless that's what really happened what we're dealing with when it comes to the resurrection. This is not fake news, this is true news. Our faith today is built on a firm foundation, a solid footing. Christ is risen, he is risen indeed. But that brings us to the next question. This is good news, good news that you can use. And uh, we do live in a YouTube world. I, I saw this one clip on YouTube of a, a kid who has a GoPro and he's involved in an Easter egg hunt. Uh, watch the screens, and I think you'll get a kick out of it.
1: Oh, go, go, go! Go me, go me!
0: I'm a big boy! She's not ready to look, Miley, smile. go this! look go, look! Keep looking, looking, buddy.
1: Oh, she already got it. Mommy, there's coins in this one. Wow. Coins. Tiny coins. Well,
4: oh, that's the kind of world we live in. We live in the world, YouTube world, the Instagram world, the TikTok world. And what does an event that happened 2,000 years ago have to do with us today? I mean, the resurrection, if it happened, maybe it was good news for Jesus and his friends. But what does it have to say to a person who lives in the 21st century in the Silicon Valley? Well, think of a sunrise. Have you ever watched the sunrise? This week, I had the chance to... well, I got up early and took the time to watch a sunrise. Studies have shown that a, watching a sunrise can actually help your mental health, and I need all the help I can get. And so I slowed down enough to watch the sunrise. They say that that can reduce your anxiety and lift your depression. In other words, when you watch the sunrise... You will rise too. Exactly. When Jesus comes back from the dead, in the most profound way, the sun has come up in our world. And when you watch the sun rise, you will rise too. One of the world's leading theologians, N.T. Wright, says this about the resurrection. Jesus' resurrection is the beginning of God's new project, not to snatch people away from earth, but to fill earth with the life of heaven. Look at what happens in the life of Mary. Jesus says to Mary, Mary, go find your brothers and tell them, tell them. I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and to your God. Go find my brothers and tell them. Jesus entrusts the most important message in human history to a woman who has a history. And that's the kind of thing it's what he did and it's what he does. When others count you out, Jesus counts you in. When others put you down, Jesus lifts you up. When others oppress you, Jesus exalts you. When others say you have no future, Jesus says your history does not have to determine your destiny. Can you feel the sun coming up in your world? I have a friend who lives in the Midwest and recently I got a text for her. I had sent her a link to our television program so that she could watch it. And when she did, she texted me back. And she told me how hard it's been for her recently. About three years ago, her husband left her. And even now, oh, she still misses him, still cries herself to sleep. It just felt so much like when her marriage ended her life was over. But as she watched the program and as she listened to the story of Mary, the sun started to come up in her world that she too could dream again, that she too could have a fresh start, that he is risen and hope is rising. Can you feel the sun coming up in your world? Can you feel the presence of the sun in your heart? That friend, because of the resurrection, there is nothing you cannot bounce back from. There is nothing that you cannot overcome. That you too, can dream again. That you too can have a fresh start. Because of the resurrection. The Bible says in First Peter chapter 1. That God raised Jesus from the dead. And now you and I. We all live with great expectation. The sun has come up in our world. We have hope in our hearts. And we know who we are. We know who we are. My father and your father. My God and your God. I saw this one comic. And a pastor is doing a wedding. And at the end of the wedding he says. I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may update your Facebook status. And that's what Jesus does. At the resurrection he updates. He upgrades our status. He loves us so much. He takes the relationship that is his by right. He is the unique son, the one and only son, the only begotten son. The father is his father. He loves us so much that he takes that relationship and he shares it with us. My father and your father, my God and your God that you and I, because of the resurrection, are now sons and daughters of the almighty God. We know who we are. Talk about the sun coming up. And can I say, even when the sun sets, even when that happens, this last year has been a very, very difficult year with this pandemic. I mean, over 500,000 people have passed away with the coronavirus in our country. And in our state, over 50,000 people have passed away. And even here at Cathedral of Faith, we've had members of the cathedral family who were attacked by the virus. The virus overpowered their bodies. And the sun set, and they passed away. But even when that happens, because of the resurrection. Well, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 says this there's an order to this resurrection. Christ was raised as the first of the harvest, not the last of the harvest, but the first of the harvest. Like the first apple that shows up on the tree, or the first grapes that show up on the vine, or the first tomato that shows up on the plants. It's not the last, it's just the first. There is more to come. There's more resurrection to come. Let's read again. There's an order to this resurrection. Christ was raised as the first of the harvest. Then all who belong to Christ will be raised when he comes back. Without the resurrection, we'd still be in the dark. But with the resurrection, Well, the resurrection is our guarantee. It's our guarantee that death will not have the final say. Resurrection will. Even when the sun goes down, you can take it to the bank. The sun will rise and we will reign with Jesus forever and forever. Can we give him praise? Well, that brings us to the last point. Let me ask you a question, would you say yes? Would you choose to say yes to the good news? Because when you do, you can start to live your best life now. for this last point, let's take a trip up to the Golden Gate Bridge. There is no more iconic site in the entire Bay Area than the one right behind me, the Golden Gate Bridge. When it opened in 1937, it was an engineering marvel, the longest main suspension span in the world at that time. For the 50th anniversary, 300,000 people were packed like sardines onto the bridge, causing it to sag seven feet. Hello. Of course, the bridge helped you to get from one side to the other. It meets you where you're at so that you can get to where you need to be. And that's what Jesus did in His life, death, and resurrection. He builds a bridge. Because of our sin, we're separated from the God who made us. But Jesus comes all the way from heaven to earth. He meets us where we're at. He lives the perfect life that we could not live. And then He dies the death that we deserve to die. And in doing so, He builds a bridge. Or I should say, he is the bridge. Jesus did not say, I teach the way or I show the way. Instead, he goes even further and says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father, but through me. That's a radical claim to make. But Jesus made other radical claims. He claimed that he was the light of the world, the bread of life, the true vine, the good shepherd, THAT HE WAS THE RESURRECTION AND THE LIFE, THAT HE WAS THE GREAT I AM. HOW DO WE KNOW THAT ALL THESE CLAIMS ARE TRUE? WELL, IF HE HAD STAYED IN THE GRAVE, WE WOULD NOT KNOW. BUT WHEN JESUS CAME BACK FROM THE DEAD, IT VERIFIED THAT HE IS WHO HE SAYS HE IS, AND HE CAN DO WHAT HE SAYS HE WILL DO. THE BIBLE SAYS THAT JESUS WAS DECLARED THE SON OF GOD WITH POWER BY THE RESURRECTION FROM THE DEAD. JESUS IS THE BRIDGE. HE'S THE BRIDGE ACROSS THE GREAT DIVIDE, THE BRIDGE OVER TROUBLED WATERS, AND IF YOU PUT YOUR FAITH AND TRUST IN HIM, YOU CAN WALK ACROSS THAT BRIDGE INTO A RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD. IT STARTS RIGHT NOW AND CONTINUES FOREVER. Would YOU CROSS THAT BRIDGE TODAY, I WANT YOU TO HEAR from some people who are Bay Area icons in themselves, how walking across that bridge has made a difference in their lives. Thank you, Pastor Ken, and Happy Easter to the many great people of the Cathedral of Faith. Throughout this past year of pandemic, I've been daily reminded of Jesus' presence in my life through the extraordinary goodness, generosity, and work of so many people in our community, particularly people of faith, in giving and volunteering and loving and shining Christ's light in the darkest of moments. I continue to be reassured of Jesus' presence through each of you. Thank you and
1: God bless.
6: Hey, Pastor Ken and Cathedral of Faith family. One way I know Jesus made a difference in my life, especially in the pandemic, was these unexplainable feelings of acceptance and peace. When I deal with a tough situation or a hardship, a word would be placed on my heart and would give me some context. And those words would give me vision that whatever was troubling me would soon fade away. And what will remain will be a lesson learned and a part of my story that I can tell to further glorify Jesus.
5: Jesus has made a difference in my life because he has made me a workplace minister. And now, as the new CEO of Intel, one of the iconic brands, I have a larger congregation to be a minister to, and he is using all the experiences of my life to do a great job in this new expanded role.
2: When I think of the difference that Jesus has made in my life, I'm immediately reminded that he is the source of my everything, the source of my strength, the source of my courage, and maybe most importantly during this pandemic, the source of my peace, which has carried me through many a trial. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me.
4: Would you like to cross that bridge today and begin a relationship with God through Jesus Christ? If you would, I invite you to say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, Thank you for loving me like you do. I put my faith and my trust in you. I receive you as my Savior, and I put you in charge of my life. Well, if you prayed that prayer, you have started a relationship with God. It's not the end. It's just the beginning of a lifelong journey that will continue Through eternity, the most important decision you'll ever make in your life. And I rejoice with you today. Well, our World of Arts team is is coming once more to celebrate the fact that Jesus is alive. Thanks again for joining us for this Easter celebration. If you need prayer, I encourage you to reach out to us. We'd love to pray with you and pray for you. And then right after uh, my benediction, there's the wrap. It's a time for you to take the message and go deeper and further. I want to pray God's blessing upon you as we wrap up our time together. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine brightly upon you. May the Lord be gracious to you and give you his peace. And this week, especially this week, every day, may you know that Jesus is alive and the sun has come up. I pray this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Happy Easter. Happy Resurrection Sunday!
3: cathedral of faith he is risen
7: he's, he's risen, risen indeed yes
3: and this is not fake news we <laughs> no, are <it's> not <laughs> we are getting into this so pastor ken just did a i thought he did a phenomenal job yeah. phenomenal job of just talking about the relevance of the resurrection mm-hmm. what it means to us and and how uh because of him rising there's something that's rising in all of yeah. us and yeah. i receive that but let's unpack a little bit about this what did you guys hear what really stuck out to you guys
8: I think just how he opened with the whole fake news thing, mm-hmm. yes. right? Let's talk about that. <laughs> There's so much fake news, right? This is the thing now. Fake People just, what was it? It pays. This is a
3: three-part rap that we're going to do here. The first hour we're going to spend. No,
8: right? It pays to be outrageous was the quote, right? And so that's all you see now is, like, things that are written to get an immediate, like, emotional, yeah. you know, reaction Rich. out of you right mm-hmm. people extend the truth they just write things that they hear mm-hmm. and it's like how do you know anything is true anymore mm-hmm. so I love how you kind of backtracked and talked about okay how do we know this story is true so I thought that was really cool it was really yeah. interesting
3: it's so cool <laughs> yeah absolutely And <laughs> so relevant that, that that we seek truth out right yeah I was mm-hmm. even listening to a podcast a couple months ago talking about fake news and this writer was talking about how in journalism that journalists nowadays they don't want to to put the truth out there they don't because they want they want the buzz they want the clicks mm-hmm. and so and how even uh, in certain instances where uh, certain journalists had to recount their story because mm. it was false they would they would the title of because most people will skim titles they don't actually right. read right, right? so right. the title would did not recount their statements the, the, but they would bury it in the article uh-huh. like so it would be yeah. all the way to the bottom so you would have to read through the whole thing which most people will not do mm-hmm. right. so it just talks about just the spirit of the age of how mm-hmm. there's a lot of fake news out there and it's right. it, it's there's a there's a spirit behind all that kind of stuff too so yes yeah. fake news fake news
7: yeah. <laughs> And thank God we have true news. Yes, yes. which on, is somebody. a good news that we can use. So one of the things that stood out to me was the when Pastor Ken says that because of the resurrection, there is nothing that we cannot bounce back from. Amen. And so I thought, you know, like even in my own life, like mm. things that I've gone through. And you feel sometimes like the situation is hopeless, Mm. Mm. but because of what Christ did, what we're celebrating Mm. this weekend, Mm. we know that he got up so we can get up Mm. and we can bounce back and we can thrive Mm. no matter what's going on. Mm -hmm. So that really blessed me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. Me too. In fact, if you're watching... Man, how about you just put yeah. something, put a hand up or give God praise yeah. because of that truth and that reality. Exactly. That's this—the mm-hmm. gospel is still relevant, yes. right? Yeah. It still means something. It's yes. not just true and factual. Yes. It affects us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
9: Pastor Ken says it tells you who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. if you know who you are, then then the impossible of God lives inside of you. Yeah, just mm-hmm. so beautiful. I love that. I love that. Yeah. One of the other things that I loved is um, in the when Mary went and um, he said, "Who are you looking for?" Mm. And then he said, "He's not here." And what stood out to me is like, what are the areas in our lives that we're looking for something, but we're in the wrong place? Or mm. he says, "He's not here." We stay too long in something, whether it's good or it's bad or it's a hurt, and God is wanting mm. us, like you mentioned, to follow Him out of that. Yes, mm-hmm. He's not here. He's risen. Mm. So. Where am I staying? Someone told me once about something. Are you still talking about that? You need to nail the coffin mm, shut. I, I was hanging that. around something that was dead where yeah. God wanted me to be somewhere else. Yeah. So I love that. He That's is so not powerful. here. Yeah. It
3: kind of even brings uh, to light uh, that we live off of every word that mm. proceeds from the mouth of God. Yeah. Yes, The importance of, of knowing what God, where God is and what he's saying mm. now. Versus what he said or where he was before. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, you know, I remember hearing a, a preacher preach that, man, and just talking about in in framing with the Abraham and Isaac. Mm-hmm. If God, if Abraham wouldn't have heard what God was saying now, mm-hmm. he would have killed Isaac. Mm, that's good. Mm-hmm. He didn't hear God say, stop. Mm-hmm. You know, I have another way, you know. And mm-hmm. so I just think that's so powerful that we do. hmm don't just stay where he was. Follow him where he is. Yeah, yeah.
8: yeah. absolutely. That's really good. And I, I really, um, back to the garden, mm-hmm. um, or you know, at the tomb. You know, it's you can just you can when you read the story like that, you can just picture mm-hmm. the conversation between yeah. Jesus mm-hmm. and Mary. She just she complete, she doesn't see it, mm-hmm. and it's, and then. You know, you can look at you can see him. You know, maybe leaning and being like, Mary. And then all of a sudden it hits her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's so, it's so mm-hmm. true how sometimes we don't see things, we don't realize things, and then Jesus will lean in and he'll say, yeah. Lauren. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. And there's so much comfort and so much truth in hearing yeah. Oof. Jesus just say your name, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's so so I just, I love that part of the story because wow. you can just so vividly see it, you know? Absolutely.
7: And as you say that, I I see the picture of how Jesus stayed with Mary long enough until Mm. she knew, Mm. you know, who he was. Mm. She caught that name. It's just like how many times, you know, God calls our name and we just, we don't realize it's him, Mm. you know? Mm. But that, just that awareness, I just love that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. God is good. Wow. Mm -hmm. Christ
3: has reframed what death means. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that today, and I, mm-hmm. I, I was, uh, the, the phrase, he's not here. Mm-hmm. I remember it was, it's because of good, you know, going through Good Friday experience, mm-hmm. and, and like you say, like there's, because we haven't been able to celebrate Easter like we have in the past, we've been really been able to kind of think about mm-hmm. what it is, what's the core of this, and I, and I, I was thinking today, you know, even about my nephew, and I remember going, going back to my parents' house and feeling overwhelmed, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go back to where he was. Uh, and so I, I took a trip to our old house where him, my, me and my nephew would play. Mm-hmm. And I remember, it's clear as day, just the scripture that popped in my head. Why do you search for the living among the dead? Mm-hmm. And then fast forwarding, you know, when we wrote, thanks be to God. um, I remember talking to my mom one day and she, and she was like, it was God's mercy that saved John. Yeah. Um, Because if we really understand that this world is suffering, Mm -hmm. like death is not the end. It's the beginning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not a prison. It's God's mercy to give us an escape. And so like, yes. I, and so I, I don't, sometimes we need to journey down to the depth of that mm-hmm. to, to experience why we celebrate mm-hmm. because there is much to celebrate yes. because of his resurrection. Yeah. Death is not a trap anymore.
7: Exactly. Death
3: is our way out.
7: That's so good. You know,
3: and and it has that, and it brings to light some of the other passages of scripture. It says, we we stand on tiptoes with expectation, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? It's like our hearts yep. are longing mm-hmm. for the other side. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sorry, I don't mean to like preach. No. Maybe I should take up an offering right now. Should I take up an offering? <laughs> I think maybe you that's should. A Do you have a special? You can sing us a, an A and B selection. I'm sorry,
7: Pastor
1: <laughs>
3: oh <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> but I try, I don't, I don't, all that to say is yes. I, the resurrection no, I means you. something to me. Yeah. yeah. It means mm. something to me. Like yeah. it, I, we don't need to fear death anymore yeah. because of Christ, because yeah. he, because of what he did. Now we can say, yeah. we don't need to fear this anymore. Mm. Yeah. Anyway.
9: Even in death, but also That's when so Pastor good. Ken says the sun has come up in our world. Mm. So yes. it's now and then it's in the life to come. Mm-hmm. But the sun has come up in our world and that he has, in, when he entrusted this, the resurrection, he entrusted it to somebody who had a history, how Pastor Ken said that. Every single one of us has a history, yeah. but yet God has yeah. entrusted each of us with salvation, yeah. with truth, with life, with gifting, with purpose. Thank so you, let that resurrection really resurrect yeah. all of us, you know? Yeah, Amen. So, Amen. yeah. any other...
7: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about the about your the past and how mm. um, when he said that your history does not determine mm. your destiny, mm. Mm. and all of that mm. is because of the resurrection mm. all of that yeah. you know that we can have new life, a fresh start, a new beginning every day mm. you know and it's so much to be grateful for Amen. this weekend Amen. i'm I'm just Amen. I'm excited about what what God is doing, you know, through what he has already done, so, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's awesome.
3: It's like we're celebrating a truth. Yeah. Not a holiday.
7: Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, Ooh, that You was...
3: understand the difference? <laughs> yes. Like, hey, it's,
7: yes. Hey,
3: it's National Best Friends yes. Blonde Hair Day or exactly. whatever it is. Like, it, a, yeah. Is there not a holiday yeah. for everything now?
7: Yeah. There's a. It's holiday fake news for cathedral. It's fake news. No, I understand. No, but, but the the thing is, no, we laugh because it's true, right? It's the truth of 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 this what this whole weekend means. You know that yeah. that is the truth that we live by—not mm-hmm. what we see on the news, not what's happening in our culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We live by this: that mm-hmm. Jesus died and He was resurrected, mm-hmm. so that we too could live that abundant life. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Mm-hmm.
9: Amen. Yeah. Amen. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Counterculture of God. First Peter one three says, "Because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, now we live with great expectation." Yes.
3: Woo! Wow, Cathedral of Faith, let's live with great expectation. Let's live because of this truth, not this holiday. Because of this truth, we live with great expectation. God is alive. Mm -hmm. He's alive and well, and so is Cathedral of Faith. So please have an amazing Easter Resurrection Sunday celebration weekend. And I hope and pray that you will experience the resurrection power of Jesus Christ in your home, in your family, in your dreams, in your heart, in your life and experience. Mm -hmm. He is alive. He is risen.
7: He's He's risen risen indeed. (laughs) And
3: Jesus, just like Jesus said when he rose up from the grave, he said, it's It's a a wrap. (laughs)
1: Let's go.